It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody. From people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. I can't tell you all how many people come to me for coaching to get from the cubicle to the corner office because they're frustrated. They are frustrated that they have done so much and have gotten so little return. And the story typically goes, Deetra, I'm frustrated. I keep doing more work. I take on more projects. I keep doing more stuff. And I am not getting promoted. As a matter of fact, someone came in that does less than me, knows less than me, and they got promoted over me. And I'm just tired. What can you help me? Because I'm doing a lot, but I'm getting a little. And I'll often stop and ask them, What made you think that doing a lot equated to a promotion? And they would always go back to when they were at an entry level. The more work they did when they were at an entry level got them noticed, got them promoted. So they kept doing the same thing. So the number one thing I want us to go away from is what got you to where you are is not necessarily what's going to successfully get you to where you want to be. The things that it takes to get noticed as an entry-level administrative assistant is not the same thing that it takes to get noticed as a VP of administration. They are not the same. So please stop thinking that what got you promoted in one realm will get you promoted in the second realm. That's number one. But the other thing is they often complain because they do way more work than their boss. And so they're frustrated that their boss gets paid sometimes way more than they get paid. Because after all, I do more work. So it's not fair. Here's the thing that you need to understand. Doing more and making more are not the same. Let me give you a a visual. Let's say I come to you with two rolls of pennies. So that's 100 pennies. Each roll has 50 pennies in it, 50 cent. Two rolls, that gives you 100 pennies. In one hand, I have two rolls of pennies that I'm offering you. And I say, you can take these two rolls of pennies because guess what? It's 100 whole pennies. That's a lot of pennies, y'all. That's a lot of pennies. Or in this other hand, I have one $10 bill. Which one do you want? Now, before you answer, it's, it's an easy answer, right? It's, it's easy. I'm taking the $10. But why, why, as the kids say, why come? Why would you take the $10? It's less stuff. The 100 pennies is a lot more stuff. Why would you take the $10? And the answer is simple. Value. That $10, even though it's one single piece of paper bill, it has more value than all of those 100 pennies combined. 
when you are thinking about getting promoted, that's how I want you thinking. I want you thinking about value and not stuff. Value and not stuff. So don't think about answering more phone calls. Think about getting the right one person to make a phone call. So I could answer 10 phone calls, but if I get the CEO of our potential client to make one phone call and we seal that contract, I don't care that you answer 10 more phone calls than me. The one call that I got added more value. So stop thinking about doing more stuff and start thinking about adding value. So let's talk about how do you know the difference? How do you know when the things that you do are adding value versus just doing more things? I want to give you five things. I want to give you five things to help you understand when you're doing something that adds value versus doing something that's just another thing to do. Number one how you know if what you're doing adds value or if you're just doing more stuff. Number one, that thing aligns with how the company makes or saves money. That thing aligns with how the company makes or saves money. Let me give you a question that will change the trajectory of your career, no matter what you do. When you go into an organization, you always want to ask this question. It has been the key for my company, ExecuPrep, being a successful consulting firm. When people come to us, they often only see, okay, you do performance optimization, diversity, equity, inclusion, HR stuff, training, leadership. And that's what they often see. Oh, you're just org development. But when I go and speak to CEOs that bring our company in to do consulting for them, that bring our company in to change the trajectory of their organization, that brings our company in to make them more money, which we have a track record of doing successfully over and over. The first question I ask is not tell me about your people. Tell me about your culture. Tell me about your equity numbers. That's not the first question I ask. The first question I ask is how do you make money? I want to know how they make money because when I know how that organization makes money, I can make sure that what I do for that organization is aligned with how they make or save money. Immediately, once I know how you make money, I immediately know how to add value. So if you want to know very quickly what you can do to get promoted instead of doing a bunch of stuff, the first thing you want to know is how is what I'm doing aligning with how this company makes or saves money. And let me let me tell you why that saves is so important. That saves is so important because saving money for many organizations is as good as making money because saving money is money I don't have to spend. Let me give you an example. When I worked at a particular organization, we used a lot of temporary workforce. Well, if you know anything about using temps, you know that the temp agency actually gets a huge portion off of what you spend. So say, for example, they may get 35 percent. 
So if a if a person is paid uh, a dollar, let's say the person is paid a dollar per hour, that is uh, you do not at me. I know that is below the minimum wage. I'm giving this example as a number that's easy for us all to calculate. So let's say they make 35%. The person makes a dollar per hour. That means the organization is going to charge you a dollar 35. If they make $10, they're going to charge you $13.50, right? So in this organization, we were using a lot of temporary workforce. So we were spending that money. Now, the idea that we needed to, to get temp workers was not going to change. We needed that for to get the organization running. We made money with those temp workers. But let me tell you how my supervisor came up with the idea to save money. We created an internal temporary agency. This means that instead of going external to our organization, we were able to create our own temporary pool within the organization. Now, what that did was it generated revenue for my department, but it also, because we undercharge what the external charge. So if the external charge a 35% upcharge, we charged a 15% upcharge. So now there was less money going out of the organization. So we saved the company hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we made our department self-sufficient. So by doing this, I was able to create enough revenue for my department from internal sources to pay for systems, to hire additional people without any additional money coming from the organization to my department. You know why that got me promoted? Because I was able to align that action with but made the company money, made and saved the company money. So when I went to the higher ups, I didn't do a whole bunch of stuff. That year, I didn't create a bunch of stuff. I didn't go around and do a 50 million projects. I did one thing. I made sure that we got that temporary agency off the ground and going and got the right people in my division, in my department to actually run that. And they did an amazing job under my leadership getting that thing going. That was my one major project for that year. That project got me noticed. It got me a raise and it got me promoted. There were other people around me doing a bunch of stuff and they were pissed because I got a raise and a promotion. But what I did added value. The number one thing is it must make sure that whatever you're doing aligns with how the company makes or saves money. The second thing is you want the organization, you want to think about who that organization pays to do certain things. So if you know that this organization pays consultants to come in and do a particular job, then that's something you can do that adds value. Give you a second example. I was coaching one of my clients And she was frustrated because she wasn't advancing the way she wanted to. And like many of you, she thought, I'll just do some more stuff. Well, that stuff doing did not get her what she wanted. And she was she was ready to bomb out. I mean, like she was burning out. She was sick and tired of being sick and tired. It was a wrap for her. I went to her and simply said, one, what do you enjoy doing that you don't get a chance to do, but the company needs? 
And it was a certain type of training that the company needed. She enjoyed, she wanted to learn more about doing it, but wasn't able to do it. Let's work on doing that. Well, when we did the research, because this training that she wanted to be able to conduct required that she get a certification. Well, that certification was about 15000 I think it was, $15,000, $20,000, somewhere around that range. It wasn't a cheap certification. And she did not want to pay for it herself. So let's do some research. We did research. And what we found out was that the company was paying external consultants upwards of 100000 plus per year to come in and do the things she wanted to do. We pulled together a proposal, got her the certification, and by her getting the certification and conducting the training in the first year alone, and this is including what they paid for her to get certified, she saved the company over $75,000. That's inclusive of what they paid for her to get certified, $75,000. So by going off and learning a new skill, one, employeepreneurs, listen to me, she increased her value in the market because if her company needed it, guess who else needed it? Other companies. She increased her value in the market, but she also increased her value to the company. So now she was able to do something, not a bunch of things. She did one thing. She did one thing that they were paying external consultants to do. She was able to eliminate, well, not complete, not 100%, but she was able to cut the need for external consultants by about 75% by about 75%. So whatever they were spending on consultants, they now only had to spend 25% of that money. That one thing, guess what? Got her a promotion and a raise. So one, make sure that whatever you're doing aligns with how the company makes or or saves money. Number two, you want to look at, is this something, this one thing that I'm going to do, these few things that I'm going to do, is it something that we currently pay external consultants to do? Number three, you want to make sure that it's attached. It has money attached to it. So if you're doing a bunch of stuff and there is no money attached and people can't see how that's making money. And we, if they have to guess how it makes money, then it doesn't make money. Now, pause again. Do not at me. I know that statement is true. Just because people can't see how it makes money doesn't mean it doesn't make money. But I'm telling you how it works in the minds of the people who are determining if you should get a pay increase or a promotion. So you need to make sure, number three, that it has a dollar attached to it, that people can see the dollar. If they can't see it, you need to make them be able to see it. So like the other examples I gave where the person can say, hey, we're spending, you know, $100,000 a year on this. I can do it. Or this is going to save us this amount of money. If I do this one thing, you want to make sure that people can see the value that you're adding and it needs to be tangible. These esoteric ideas, I made the environment better. What, how, how much does that save us? 
Now, this doesn't mean that if you improve the culture, there isn't a dollar amount attached. No, hear me clearly. If you do something that improves the culture and retention goes up and we're keeping not just retention, but because of what you did to the culture, we're retaining our top talent, our top highly sought after the talent that is often taken from us that the recruiters come in and steal. If you did something that helps us keep that talent, I can put a dollar amount to that. All I'm saying is be able to make sure you can articulate the value that that thing brings. The number four thing I want you to think about is if it makes or saves the company money, you always want to be making or saving the organization money. That's how everything goes. Now, let me tell you the difference between this one and number one. Number one, we're talking about aligning with that mission and how we get there. This one, number four, is actually a quick thing. Is it making us money? So, for example... In number one, I talked about something that we created that would bring in, that would reduce the amount of revenue that went out and it was a long-term thing. This one is thinking of ideas. Hey, what could I work on that would allow me to help generate revenue? For example, uh, I can use this for executive prep. Had a person on my staff and she was really good about administrative assistant work. What she did, though, was she took an initiative and she went into LinkedIn and began doing some research on decision makers at companies. Well, that's how we get our contracts at ExecuPrep, right? We need to talk to decision makers who can say we want to hire your company. Well, she started finding those people and getting direct contact, started conversations. And because of that, we were able to close more contracts and get some deals done Listen, value, how we make money. And number five is something I need you paying attention to. Every large organization puts out an annual review. They talk about how they did the previous year, what they plan to do this coming year, and what are the key initiatives. Number five, if you heard leadership talk about it, and they've made an initiative or put it as a part of their strategic plan, it matters. Do it. So now you have your five things. Deetra, you said don't do more stuff. Well, what stuff should I be doing? How do I know the things that I will do that add value so that someone can notice me doing these things and get promoted? Because again, it's not about the 100 pennies. It's about the one $10 bill. That's why your boss gets paid more than you because you're bringing 100 pennies to the table and they're bringing the $10 bill. I want you bringing the $10 bill. So the five things I went over, one, whatever you're trying to do, that extra thing that you're doing, not a bunch of extra stuff. One thing, make sure that it aligns with how the company makes and spends money. Make sure it's aligned with it. Don't do things out of alignment. Don't go over here. If we sell toilets, don't go, don't you go over here talking about we selling spoons. Whatever you do, make sure it aligns with how the company makes or spends money. Number two, you want to make sure the organization, see if this is something that the organization actually pays external people to do if they're hiring consultants to do it and you can do it adding value number three you want to make sure that there is a dollar attached to it 
something that you can clearly articulate, even if people don't have a dollar amount to it, you need to be able to articulate the dollar value that's added to it. Number four, it makes or saves the company money. And number five, you have heard leadership talk about this thing. It's in the annual plan. It's in the strategic plan. You've seen initiatives around it. This is what it does. So now you know, do not burden yourself doing a bunch of stuff that's like offering a hundred pennies and you should stop and assess what is the thing of value that you can do that will truly have the most visible and financial impact so that you can articulate the reasons why they need to keep you promote you and pay you more I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U. P-R-E-P dot com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.